0: Welcome to the Be Unspecified podcast. I am joined here by my guest, who happens to be my brother, Dallas. How's it going?
1: Oh, I mean, it's a little chilly now. It
0: it is indeed a little bit chilly. Yes, uh, the weather's been pretty weird. I'd say, kind of on uh, that freezing, above freezing, below freezing range. It's, I suspect it to all go to ice by tonight. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I mean, it's that weird springtime here. You know, I mean, it, it's trying to spring, but it ain't ready. She's, oh, yeah. you know. They, People say it's coming, but yeah. you know it ain't. It ain't oh. here. I say
0: we're, we'll, we'll we'll get to kind of spring. Then we're gonna have that second winter. Then we're gonna be like, oh, a little bit of spring, and then we're gonna have that that third winter come. And the,
1: oh, dude, we're on like eighth winter out in Montana uh, right now. Oh yeah, geez, hey, how is how is Montana? Uh, mountainous. Mountainous. Yeah, 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 mountainous. Um, we actually have less snow than you guys.
0: Oh, so so you're saying Minnesota can keep that Minnesota name? So yeah,
1: well, I mean, we have less snow sitting on the ground right now, Ow. I guess. We've had a few warmer days, 50s and stuff like that. Oh. So.
0: Lucky, lucky. Yeah. The other day, I,
1: it was 55 degrees, I walked outside with my t-shirt on. Yeah. Oh. oh, there you go, I mean, that's it pretty was, good. It was awesome. I, re, I mean, I saw plenty of people in shorts, There's a, there oh. a gal walking around outside without a shirt on. Oh. I was like, alright, I, I don't know if it's that. Right. Yeah,
0: that's, uh yeah, must be from uh, one of those California girls. I think
1: she's just from the north.
0: I no. was really excited. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, 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 one of those uh, mountain men, so to speak, coming
1: down from uh, Alaska or something. Just...
0: Ooh, yeah. 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 No, yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's been all right. I yeah. mean, we're we're starting to slide into spring, and, you know, stuff's warming up, and, you know, we're starting to get a, a little grass showing. Oh, uh,
0: grass. Uh, is it... It's, it's brown. Brown, brown, yep. Yeah. Okay, all right. We, we're not to like, the green uh, grass
1: If you go from Bozeman and you head east... And you go over the mountains to the east and you get out of the valley, yeah. there's almost no snow on the hills. Really? Yeah, they've got no snow. Wait, so
0: the hill what's the difference between the hills and the mountains? Are they are they the same thing or is there kind of like a So like
1: like the hills is like once you get past uh, Livingston, which is like thirty minutes away from Bozeman, yeah. uh, there's a mountain pass. So you go hmm. over the uh, Beartooth Mountains, okay. I think is what it is. Okay. So you go spot. over the Beartooths, and there right there is the mountain range that goes down the valley. Uh, Paradise Valley into Yellowstone National Park. And then after that, there's no more mountains, like, that you have to go through, really. Okay. There's a couple of hill, hilly areas, but otherwise, okay. eastern Montana is considered, like, the hill country, basically. Mm. You have small pockets of, like, just mountain ranges that just kind of spring up, okay. but there's really no major highways going through. So maybe, like, the, uh, those
0: the most mountainous parts of Minnesota, you're saying? Or maybe a little bit more than that?
1: Oh, a little bit more. A little bit more. It's okay. a lot more hilly, but okay. it's, it's it, like, you got to remember, Montana's, like, a desert climate, mm. So anywhere past the mountains, the mountains just trap the snow. Mm. So sometimes, like what'll happen is we'll get we'll get a snowstorm that come through, and it'll come from west to east, and it'll hit that mountain range to the east, and it'll actually just turn around and come back and snow again. Interesting. So kind of like a like a like a cycle, circling thing. In Bozeman, we're in the middle of the Gallatin Valley, so Mm. we're surrounded by like the Bridger Mountains, the Gallatin Mountains, and then the Tobacco Roots on the west side, and so it's just like a big bolt. So once a storm, if a storm makes it over the tobacco roots or the Gallatin's, it gets in this bowl, and it kind of settles down, Ooh. and it just sits there. But the good thing is, is, sometimes the storm doesn't make it over the mountains, so you can see the storm like up oh. in the big sky yeah. and over like to the west and to the east, but it'll never make it over. Hmm. Which, is that's, pretty, that's good. which is pretty, which is pretty nice. And yeah. like if the storm doesn't have a lot of energy behind it, it won't come over. But you know, working storm will. You just yeah. kind of hope, you kind of either hope, depending on how short you are for cash, you yeah. either hope that it makes it over the mountains, or if you're real tired, you just kind of hope that it doesn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Is that kind of like a, like, I know, I mean, from the surface snow removal, it's like, it's probably pretty hard to see people, like, uh, out there working hard with their snowshells and stuff. Do you have, like, uh, equipment that makes it easier or anything? Or yeah, I have a, I
1: have a, like, you know, like a stand-on mower? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's like one of them, but it's got a plow in the front of it.
0: Oh, like like a like a snowblower or like a, like a like a plow through it, like, like a yeah, yeah, plow. Uh,
1: everyone in Montana doesn't use snowblowers. Interesting, because like in Bozeman, since we have the uh, mountain ranges and a lot of trees, yeah. like we just we don't get wind that bad. We don't mm. like to say the word, you know. We like to call it air movement because once you say its name, then it thinks it's invited. Mm. So we don't have a lot of the air movement. He, he who should not be named, like a like a yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, but. Uh, no, so we plow everything and push it into piles. But right. So mostly what I do is I plow businesses. So, like, right. if you were to take downtown Alexandria, right. I would plow um, the entire sidewalk that goes downtown right. and push it out into the street. The street. Okay, and then someone else comes along and yeah. gets a snow on so like, the street. Our areas that we plow, most of them are businesses. Right. And so then we plow the businesses' roads because the, ca- the city doesn't plow the business' roads. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a business complex. Well, you've been to Bozeman, where Coles right. and stuff is. I know oh, yeah. all of Coles. Oh, and all that, all yeah. those buildings there. Yeah. And so we push the, we go in at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and we start pushing the snow off the sidewalk, and then the loaders guys show up about three. Once they give us about an hour head start, okay. And we push the snow off the sidewalk, and then a little bit away from the curb, and then they come by and take our snow and then clean the parking lot. Oh. Okay. So, we you always start from the building, work your way to the road, loader takes it from the road and puts it in a pile.
0: So it's like a, like a lot of uh, different pieces coming together.
1: to. Yeah, use. and then you have like shovelers that take your stuff and the shovelers come and they push stuff away from like edges. So like hmm. the edges of the buildings, any little concrete islands. Like they're the, stuff, the finessers, so to speak. They finesse stuff so that way it makes life easier for the guys driving the Snow Raiders is what they're called. Hmm. And it's so, a good name. Yeah, it's a Snow Raider. Snow Raider. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty started Storm of the Castle. Cool. So well then cool. Derek, uh, he's kind of the higher up in the company, so he runs Your the... bus. Uh, well Technically. I, me, I,
0: I, I was I was supposed to say that. He he told me he told me I was supposed to uh, call you call you his he's, he's your boss. In the
1: snowmobile realm he has been there longer, yes correct. Yeah. Um but yeah no so he's got what's called a mammoth. Oh. And so it's made by Aaron's and so it has a twenty like I think twenty five horsepower Kawasaki engine in it. They have a big, big, big motor. The Holy Snow Raiders God. are vastly underpowered for what they are. Right. I mean, yeah, they got a big name, but not enough to hype up that. Well, they have the Briggs and Stratton engine that you buy oh. at Fleet Farm. Yeah. The little one that you could like pull start. It's yeah. not enough. There's not enough oomph. Behind nah, them. you need a little bit. Well, of. Derek's got this thing that you could run a dang go kart off of. You know, oh. it's got. It's like a. It's got fuel injection. Oh. It's key start. It's. Oh. oh. Very fancy. It's just the cat's meow. Hmm. And so what it has is a hydraulic V-plow in front of it. So you can, the plow, you can run it straight at an angle, either right and left. Oh. And then you can cup it or V it.
0: Like you can change, like, the different, like, there's different settings. Oh.
1: Yeah. So you can cup it, like, say you want to, like, just gather up a bunch of snow and push it into a pile. Yeah. Or, like, you want, say you, when you push snow into, like, a a city road, you have to push it back to the curb. Because if you push snow from your sidewalks that you're plowing into the city road, you get fine. Ooh. So Derek just take, typically takes the uh, the V plow, cups it, scoops the snow and pushes it back up into the burn. Oh, nice! But then, if we get like real drifted snow, he just takes that cup and V's it and just drives right through. It just gives her the onion. Oh, the onion! Yeah, yeah. But then it's got a it, it's uh, got a quick touch on the front of it, so mm-hmm. you can put a snowblower on it. And we got a cool video of that snowblower it throws si- snow sixty feet in the air. Really? Like, yeah. Just. Just oh yeah, continuous. Just, oh my gosh, it's crazy. That is that wild. Is crazy. But yeah, no, snow removal is just kind of. I don't know. I mean, it's been an odd year. We've had a really mild winter. And I know you guys have too. Yeah. Like we, I mean, we did have negative fifty-five.
0: Yeah. We, we did a we did a couple of pretty cold days. I think we uh, got off school once because it was it was cold. I mean, we had e-learning, which is. They took
1: snow days away, <sighs> which I I don't I don't agree with. No. We're not getting into that. No, though. no, that's no, no. that's a sense. I don't know. Today's yeah. children will never know snow days, and it pains me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a,
0: the, yeah. just the glorious of being waking oh, just up, being to just,
1: at home, yeah, and doing nothing,
0: mm-hmm. not having to worry about anything. It's...
1: Yeah, you wake up at eight thirty thinking you're late for school, but guess what? Mm-hmm. You're not. Oh,
0: that's the best feeling. No, uh, you're like, oh, I'm late. Oh, it's a snow day. And It's just the whole mood changes. Yeah, it's it's, it's
1: awesome. It's awesome. So yeah, no, but we've had pretty mild winter, and yeah. but I mean, once we got cold, we stayed cold for a minute. Mm. But then, I mean. We get cold spells, really. Yeah. Like, Montana has, I, like, the West has a very changing climate anywhere mm. in the West. Like, yeah. Minnesota, typically it's like, if it's going to be 30, it's going to be 30 all week. Mm-hmm. In Montana, it could be thirty one day, negative 30 the next day, and 55 the, the day after that. Ooh,
0: like, uh, it's just, it, I wonder how, that, it's probably some sort of science thing behind that. Well, it's a desert. Oh, that's it's interesting. A, yeah, like
1: I, I live in a desert. So, like, in the right. summer, it's dry heat. So, like, you dry know how heat. you can feel the air here? Mm, mm-hmm. You yeah, know, you can't, the, okay. the, the air is just hot.
0: Is it because is it of the, like, the mountains take that too? Like, the mountains add to, like, that desert type of thing?
1: or? Well, so, like, it's just west. Just west. It's just west because there's no real, we don't have a lot of lakes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to take into account Minnesota gets a lot of rain. True. And they have a lot of lakes. So, mm-hmm. you have a lot of. When it gets hot, you have a lot of evaporation. Right.
0: I, I remember that. The rain cycle. The, rain the cycle, water cycle. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the water. Yeah. yeah. From uh, fifth, water grade. fifth grade. The yeah. water I remember the test on that. So
1: Montana doesn't have that. Right. So we have, like, what happens is this, we rely on all the snow in the mountains to mm. water where I live. Okay. So, like, all the snow that's in the mountains, like, right, right now, so we have a snowpack measurement. So we need 100% snowpack. mm mm-hmm to have enough water to go around all season long and kind of keep us out of drought. Okay. Right now we're doing really well. We're at like 130-140% of our snowpack. So we are above average. That's good. But the issue last year that caused the flooding in Yellowstone was we were at 140% of our snowpack. We just went from frigid cold to straight up warm in like a matter of like a week. Oh, that's not good. And then it just didn't stop raining.
0: Oh, so, and, then, so so that's, this is this is after the events at Yellowstone, or this is this is what this after, is what caused the events, the events at Yellowstone. At Yellowstone. Yeah.
1: So like as I was working, I was like, "Boy, we are gonna flood!" And mm-hmm. then, sure enough, all of a sudden, I'd start going fishing, I'd like, trying to do spring fishing. And I was yeah. like, "Boy, I can't fish with all this high water!" And then there's one day I drove to work because I would drive over the Gallatin River to go to work, mm-hmm. and I drive over it and I see a tree floating down, Ooh. and the water is running. At bridge height. Oh, like it's like there's there's not
0: like there's literally water under the bridge and like nothing else. It's it, like it's it's, it's up all there. the way up
1: there. Oh wow. And you have you been to that bridge, that bridge out in four corners?
0: <sighs> I probably have. I, I all I, all I remember is the is the Yellowstone bridge that got like eroded away and just like became part oh, dude, of the bridge. Oh dude, my
1: favorite fishing bridge got like blown away. I watched it happen. Yeah. Like it, it just rolled it just what happened was all these trees built up and the water just like yeah. basically it's so forceful, it's crazy, mm-hmm. and it just pushed it, and the bridge like just twisted and just rolled oh. off.
0: It just, it's just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna take this now.
1: Like my my roommate's dad works in the mines in Columbus, which is it's separated by the Yellowstone River. There's mm-hmm. one one or other side of the mine. He was on the side of the mine that didn't that was like closer to town. Well, the other side of the mine that was on the other side of town, there's a bridge in between. It. Oh. The bridge washed out while the guys were in the mine. Oh dang! So they called in Blackhawks to pull the guys out of the. They were trapped. They were trapped. Yep. Yeah. Mm. They weren't trapped in the mine per se, but like they were, there was no way to get back across.
0: They, yeah. So they were like, it was basically they were stuck on an island type of thing, right? Right. Because there. there was
1: no, there's no other bridge near yeah. there. Like they would have had to go all the way down. Like it would have been a three hour journey to get them across another bridge. Mm. Because you have to go, like, around a mountain range. And, if the bridge was
0: there, I mean, I suppose at that time in their head, they're probably like, well, if this one's gone, is the other one going to be gone, too, right? Right, yeah. No, so, I All mean, right.
1: it really affected a lot of people. It changed the Paradise Valley entirely. Oh, really? Like, if you... Just reshaped it. Yeah. but Not so much, like, reshaped the valley, per se, but, like, if you go and look at the Yellowstone River and, like, the land around there, you can see where the river used to flow, and now you can see where the river's now flowing. Mm. Like, it just... It basically just was, like just cut itself a new path it just redirected itself yeah and now there's new like all my fishing spots on the gallatin that i had are completely different like i had a hole that i would go and fish up from this one bridge that was really good Mm -hmm. i went there after all the flooding and stuff you know thinking it was still going to be available right try it the hole doesn't even exist anymore there's a tree where that hole used to be where all these fish used to hang out Mm -hmm. and the river actually the river used to run in from two areas so it was a hole at a confluence so the, there were are a lot of fish that hang out at the confluence of these two little creeks right and uh, cuz the galton just like split in half there's an island in there well mm. now that confluence is completely dried up there's no creek coming in from the left side so the galton so just, just runs just one just run, just one so there's so, no like it changed a lot of stuff a lot see. of people got affected especially in like the livingston the mm. paradise valley area and like right. ranches had issues and stuff like that but mm. it was crazy yeah, water and snow are just—they're wild things, man. You wouldn't think about it, but it's like it's so. Crazy.
0: There, so there is a chance of that possibly happening again yeah. because you're at that 140 percent mark. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, there's a chance of it, but like you know, I mean, it's—it's it's one of them things. If it doesn't rain, we'll probably be okay, and then we'll have really good fishing all year long because mm-hmm. we'll have plenty of water. Mm-hmm. We'll have good crops and stuff like that. But yeah. the issue last year was, you know, we get we get fire season bad. Mm. Yeah, the Yellowstone uh, fires. I mean, remember going through there and seeing you just see a
0: couple of trees that are just sticks. I mean, they once were. Well, yeah, and then it
1: gets so smoky. Mm-hmm. You, know, you were out there in the summer when it just you can feel it, you can taste it. It's mm-hmm. like who burnt a campfire. But then you guys get it here, you only mainly get smoke from Canada and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but we get uh, we get bad fires quite a bit. But what happened last year was we got all the rain in the spring, mm-hmm. grass grew up real green. Yep, yeah. and then we didn't get any rain mm. so the grass was real tall green and lush yeah well it dried out So <clears throat> it uh, yeah. turned the mountain into a tinderbox because T- mm. it added more fuel because all, you had all this green grass that right. grew up because it was so wet and healthy and then it dried off so now it's all dry yeah one spark and that it's just lighting. I mean up. most of ours comes from lightning strike interesting oh I'm so lightning of. will strike a tree yeah and it'll start just a raging fire mm. And sometimes they choose to let it burn, and sometimes they choose to put it out. Depending on, like, how close it is to, like, yeah, you'll it, but... the kind see dish, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it depends on, like, does the forest need it? Because, like, the spot where I go elk hunting actually burned up last year. Mm. And so that kind of threw a whole wrench in my elk hunting plans, but that area needed a burn because they had 90% of their trees killed by pine bark beetles. Mm so it needed to be burned out anyways to kill off those pine beetles uh more so to just kind of get the dead trees out oh, of the de- okay the, the the after effect of the pine beetles right okay right because the pine beetles um what ha- needs to happen is like you have to be like at like negative 10 degrees for like a month straight for the pine bark beetles to die oh heat doesn't kill them it's only cold oh heat doesn't kill them. like yeah. they're fine they're immune to fire yeah, I, well, they live in like the tree. Oh, they live in like the middle of the tree, that's and good. they're just like, yeah. That's no. And scary. then they come out after the burn is done, and then they wreak havoc on everything else that's living. Mm. But I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But that's what I've been told. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah. So, but that burn was like a healthy burn. It's good for it. And so then, in two years, I'm probably going to go back in there and start hunting again. Because what happens is, you know, the the year after is okay. Mm-hmm. Elk will go in there and the forage and stuff, but mm-hmm. they won't stay there because there's no cover. Right, because you burned off all the cover. Mm-hmm. So, but there's a lot of green grass. So they like to feed there, but they don't like to hang out. They'll go to a, like a different place. So that's got that most of the time they'll hang on like the edge of the the edge of the burn, mm-hmm. where the green is, and then like kind of lay up or bed up mm-hmm. in the trees.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, but then after the fire happens, like two three years later, you know you get the trees, the little saplings, anything that survived, kind of starts growing back. I mean, the environment kind of resets itself. But actually, two years after a burn is the best time to go pick wild blueberries. Really? Yeah. Is it because like they wild blueberries need a burn to grow?
0: Oh. Kind of like a like, a, like I watched a documentary a while back about uh, wine making, you know, and they said that the rougher conditions for the for the grapes, are the better tasting wine. Is that kind of like a type of thing for blueberries? Like if they have. Well, oh, because they need that acid.
1: They need the acidity the from acidity. the pine trees, mm. but then the charcoal helps. So the ash Mm -hmm. the ash seeps into the seeps into the ground and gives it kind of an acidity to it okay but the since the blueberries have no no trees blocking out the sun they don't have to compete for sunlight Mm
0: -hmm. so they can
1: get all the sunlight they want but then they also get all the water they want Mm. because there's no trees sucking all the water up because all the trees are burned no competition right so you get really you know because you can get wild blueberries anywhere all year long but you're gonna I mean they're gonna be yay big and real right. crunchy right but these blueberries are like you know they're, you know, cat, they're not cat, like, they're not huge they're yeah. not buying the store blueberries no. but they are like because I mean you find them pick, out the wild. It, yeah if yeah. you pick enough of them it's they're it's good. really good oh, kind of and like the like, uh, alpine
0: strawberries in our backyard like they're they're small and they're kind they're of they're
1: small but they're tasty Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. but yeah and then you get huckleberries and stuff like that but the thing you got to watch out for and all that stuff is you know you're not the only one that wants to eat the sweet treat. Yeah. You get a lot. You, you run into a lot of bears. You yeah, run into a lot of bears. Oh, that is that is absolutely, as absolutely for sure. You definitely
0: don't want to run into a, a cocaine bear. That's for sure. I mean, that's a fictional character. I don't know if you you heard about that movie. I don't I, know.
1: I, I I could arguably say that a grizzly bear is is about as bad as a cocaine bear. Yeah. That's... Then, I mean, grizzly bears are just. I mean, you heard the story about my grizzly bear encounter. Yeah.
0: Right. Have I? No. Well, let's just tell... You know, because
1: they haven't heard it. They haven't heard it. Let's Let's get this good... This good... So, I... Don't... Don't do this. Let's preface that. If you ever don't, go in the mountains... Don't, don't, don't try this. If you ever go in the mountains, do not go by yourself. Yes. Go with somebody. Go on, travel in pairs. Like if you're
0: going to uh, a downtown Minneapolis or a sketchy place. You know, travel yeah. in pairs.
1: So, Derek was out of town. And so, I decided I was going to go hang a camera up in this elk spot that burned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... I was walking along a walking trail, and I was just about to hop off the walking trail, and a couple had come past me. They had come from up high. They were camping with their family. They caught mm. a bunch of fish, the fish at this trout stream. I fished the trout stream. It's good fishing, but, but you know, little trout. It's kind of fun. It's really scenic. It, it, it's kind of for the, like, you know. It's you're enjoyment. You're in the wild. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they said they'd seen some bears in the meadow. Well, oh. I knew I was taking a left before the meadow and going up the other face. So right. I was like, all right, I'll be out of these bears' way. And these people were like, they had... Probably been about half an hour. The area that I was going to go through, they probably went through there about half an hour ago. Okay. So I keep on hiking, and uh, as you're hiking along, uh, elk and bears have a musk about them. It's weird because they roll in mud, mm-hmm. and they sweat and they excrete pheromones. Okay. So if you get the right wind, you can you can actually smell elk. So like when I'm elk hunting, I actually you gotta you, you can smell the musk they okay. have. Especially bull elk during the rut, they like, get like some uh, cologne or something. Yeah, they get some stank because uh, they roll around into swamp mud. Yeah, so it's just like pleasant. swamp mud and piss. That's, just probably, like that's the, probably not good. Yeah, now it's just, it's not a pleasant smell, no. but it's a really distinct smell. Well, that, I mean, that's good for hunting. Elk smell different than bears though. Oh. So I was walking through the woods and the wind was blowing in my face, and I got this waft of something, you know, it's different. I was like, I don't think that's an elk. Well, I have my binoculars with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I I pull my binos out and I. Put them up to me, and here I see something brown walking through the woods, and it is not an elk. No, it's, it's a little bit more chunky than an elk. It's a little bit more chunky. Yeah. And uh, as I'm looking at this thing, I'm like, I think that's a bear. Yeah. I, you know, I hadn't decided if it was a black or a grizzly bear yet, because you can have cinnamon black bears, so they're brown black bears.
0: Oh, wow. which that is crazy. That's probably not good, because don't you have to do like different things with different, like a grizzly, you got to do one thing, and a black bear, grizzlies you, do... you
1: cannot kill, endangered species list. Black bears you can hunt. Okay. But you can hunt a cinnamon bear. Hunt a cinnamon bear. You okay. just identify him. I don't know. You, typically cinnamon bear. You can tell the difference between a black bear and a grizzly bear. Grizzly yeah. bear is typically a bit bigger. Okay. So, but the wind swirled as I'm watching this bear. Mm-hmm. And he stands up on his hind legs and looks me dead in the eye. And I have a range finder with me. Oh. So I take the range finder out and I get me a the range. And I'm like, how much distance do I have between this and my me and this bear, because I just stopped dead in my tracks. So I right. crouched down, Arrange him. I'm standing 100 yards away from oh. a probably nine foot tall on his hind legs grizzly is that bear. A, is that a, that's a football field,
0: right? That's yeah. About, that's about, I'm, I'm standing in a
1: football field away. From, end zone to end zone. Yeah. Nine foot tall grizzly bear. Oh. Standing on his hind legs looking me dead in the eyes, because he smelled me, but then the wind kept blowing in my face, right? Oh. So, I, you know. He he knew there was something about, it, but he didn't know where I was. So okay. I stayed real still, and then he set himself back down and kind of kept meandering. Okay. So I just kind of slowly eased my way back out of that situation. Yeah. And I said, "You know what? I don't need to hang a trail camera today." Yeah. And I went back out to the. What I realized when I got back to the car is, you know, I typically carry bear mace with me. Mm. It's bear spray. It, it's mace. It's you like know, a pepper spray. It's pepper spray, but for bears. But it for bears. is is. Yeah. It's a wee bit stronger. Yeah. You do not want to get bear maced. That would, we'll put it that way. Yeah, but bear mace only works if you got the wind behind you. Mm. So it would have it would have blown it would have yeah. blown into you. So now I carry a little a little bit more. Yeah, I carry the piece instead yeah, of the, the bear. The firepower. Spirit. You're carrying the. Yeah, I'm carrying so. a little bit more firepower nowadays yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't really want to run into the wind situation. No, yeah. and I don't have to shoot the bear. I just have to shoot to scare the bear. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, but like you, you can said, kill a grizzly yeah. bear in self-defense, right. right? I mean, there were some guys in Wyoming. They, you heard about the wrestlers in Wyoming, right? Probably. Uh, they uh, they were wrestlers and they were out shed hunting. I don't know, man. Uh, and uh, in like the middle of the summer, when it's not good shed hunting. Mm, yeah. Like the, we go shed. The, Derek the, and, like and the I are going shed to of sh- a elk or deer or both. A yeah. Bull, bull. Yeah. <laughs> the, but the antlers. Derek and I go to Wyoming. Has a shed hunting opener. So Derek and I go to shed hunting opener May 1st. So we'll be in Wyoming May 1st. Don't call myself phone. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. I'm okay. hiking. But uh, after that, most of all the sheds get kind of picked up. It's picked over. Like, mm-hmm. there's no sense going out and hitting the hills till the next season. Right. And you might pick up some old ones that people missed or stuff like that. You know, you might get lucky. But you ain't going to pick up the mass amount that you pick up on the opener. Because mm-hmm. you want to pick up a lot of new horns. But anyways, these guys were out there. I'm sure they were just screwing around, messing with this bear, and it come at the guy, mm. and his buddy jumped on top of it and like tried to choke out this bear. That's probably not good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody that I'd choke out a bear for. I know plenty of people that I'd shoot, you know, the bear for. Mm. You know, pretty much anybody. But I don't know if I'd wrestle a bear. I'd probably just start running. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You know, I mean, you, you don't have to. You don't have to be faster than your friends. You just have to trip them.
0: You give them give them a little, uh, little kick like, a, hey, remember that remember that uh, dollar you owed me? Huh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh.
1: yep. 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 Yeah. No, I mean, Montana's a wild place. It's it's kind of, it's kind of been a little bit of an adventure, but there might be a new adventure on the horizon. Interesting. What's that? Uh, so I'm looking into becoming a full-time goose and duck hunting guide hey. in Colorado and Nebraska. Oh, nice. So, nice. I may it's be mo- moving out of Bozeman. farther West. West. Huh? Uh, Far otherwise West. No, actually, is it more easterly? More? Really? Because Nebraska's,
0: so... Oh, right, yeah, because is pretty big. It probably covers, like, underneath that stuff. Is that kind of...
1: I'm arguably, like, Bozeman is the... Because Montana's flat, and then mm-hmm. it juts down, and then it's got the little squiggly. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, where the corner meets. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: So, I live, like, right there. And so, like, the rest of this Montana is pretty big. Mm-hmm. And then there isn't really much Montana after that. There's, right. like, this much. So, like, there's a good bit of Montana here. Mm-hmm. So, like, Colorado, Nebraska is, like, over this side of Montana. So, I'll actually be closer to, like, the central Midwestern area. Because mm. okay. the Colora- the area of Colorado I'm going to go to is actually that little part of Nebraska that's, like, cut out by mm-hmm. Colorado. So it's just kind of like, it's not really mountainous Colorado, it's more so eastern Colorado. Mm -hmm. So eastern Colorado, western Nebraska is where I'm looking at right now. Eventually, I'm going to, I want to run my own waterfowl outfitting service from Montana all the way down to Texas. That's like my goal by 35. That's your that's your kind of
0: goal. That's where you want to see yourself in a in a couple of years.
1: Yeah, in a few years, nice. in about ten nice. fifteen years. Because okay. there's no huge waterfowl outfitters in Montana right now. That's, so I would be, I want my major goal is to be the largest waterfowl outfitter in the state of Montana. I mean, that's a pretty good goal. It's a it's it's a hefty goal, but I think it could be I I, I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah, but I mean, you know, welding is fun, yeah. and you know, I would work irrigation in the summer right now because. Honestly, irrigation pays better than uh, welding right now. Mm, interesting. Which is weird, but you know, I I like money, so yeah. I I will re- I will get wet for yeah. for thirty dollars rather than w- with water with water. Oh yes, yes, yes. I will get sprayed with water yeah. rather than uh, rather than sweat my butt off in a in a metal shop welding during a ninety degree day. Yeah. Uh, for ten dollars less. Yeah, that,
0: that that well, one sounds a little bit better than the other.
1: Yeah. It. <laughs> The, the irritation has its perks because, you know, it's 90 degrees, and then all of a sudden you turn on the sprinkler, and you, you kind of just let yourself get sprayed yeah. almost. It's like, you know.
0: oh, no, I accidentally turned on the sprinkler. Oh, oh, I have to cool off with this nice water. Yeah.
1: Well, and then the best houses are houses that have wells because they have that good well water that's always like a crisp 60 degrees. Yes. And uh, I had one lady come out, and she just started screaming at me because I was drinking water out of her hose. Ooh. The hose water is good though. She she didn't like you drinking out of the hose water. She's like, You're gonna you're gonna die. Let me get you I have a Brita in the house. Oh, I was God. like the fancy water. I was like, Lady, you see this water in this? stinking hole that I just dug I'd probably drink that if I was thirsty enough oh. uh, you you underestimate me I mean you and I we grew up with oh, yeah, hose water yeah, hose, hose water is good for you
0: was, yeah that was a long day of work you, you're like you oh, love hose water father, father's like alright here's a little bit of the hose water everyone gets a little shy you, know, yeah, you just
1: yeah. get blasted with the, oh. yeah, so good. the pressure was
0: one of the best parts too it's just, oh, just
1: you, you, you can feel it just tearing your cheek apart. Yeah. just like oh
0: yeah. golly uh, uh, that was always good well uh, what are we sitting
1: at yeah, five? Yeah, we're, uh, at the,
0: we're at the limit. Well, thank you again so much to Deja Blue and uh, coffee of the day today. We got some sporty spice, a little bit of cayenne in it, tasty, tasty. Mm. Thank you so much again for letting me use the space. Um, if you're listening on uh, Spotify, please check out the unspecified show uh, on YouTube. Also, subscribe and like the video if you like it as well. And thank you again. Uh, Dallas, my brother, for being the uh the last guest of the full year of the unspecified show and this release
1: uh, is uh it's kinda of coming full circle. We were yeah. we were together almost in the beginning yeah. for the fishing challenge mm-hmm. which may be making a part two comeback hey. here. Ooh,
0: foreshadowing. Oh. Did, did, did. Uh,
1: uh, well
0: thank you again. It's good uh, to see you. Have a good day everybody.
1: All right. Ugh. Oh my knee hurts. Phew!